Welcome one and welcome all to another episode of He Is No Expert. I am he, the one and the only, your host, D.L. Snowden, and we are we, the He Is No Expert family. Episode one was a firecracker. Thank you all for coming back to this platform after our sabbatical in between seasons and listening in impactful numbers uh our time with melissa was great and thank you thank you for your listenership as we move into this next episode we have another special guest joining us who i'll introduce within the episode there is a bit a bit of an audio glitch within where it sounds like water is running at certain points i promise neither one of us was taking a shower or washing the dishes so tried to edit it out but it did not come out so again enjoy the content wanted to make that note and thank you for listening as always to another episode of he is no expert i am he we are we and this is our show our show because without you i could not do it on today's show again we have a special guest a friend of mine a business owner and so much more i won't go into too much of who they are because we'll do the interview component later where we really dig deep into their closet if you will but welcome to the show my friend and your friend trish trish how are you i am doing fine how are you i'm black and i'm proud and if you <laughs> ask me right i promise i'll say it loud come on <laughs> i love yes, it sir. yes sir yes sir yes sir so um we're gonna jump right into the show trish again i'll get more into kind of asking questions but we first start the show out with a bit of news and i want to look at a piece of news i saw the article on a uh kind of a news type group that i follow on instagram and i'm gonna read the story verbatim because they did a great synopsis of it a sad story unfortunately but a story nonetheless so let me pull that story up so i can see it here okay. in a moment and the story concerns, I know, well, the premise of the story is this. It is two young people who are sitting in their car, and here it is, there we go. So it says this, uh, and the name of the source is The Neighborhood Talk. So it starts, says, uh, neighbors, I'm telling y'all, it's some uh, truly sick people out here today. Authorities in Detroit are looking for two suspects, excuse me, who ran up on a couple while they were sitting in their car, shot and killed them. What makes this story even more horrendous, sad, and shocking is that their baby was in the back seat during the whole ordeal. According to the Fox 2, uh, Fox 2 the news channel, uh, Detroit, the woman was holding her baby in her arms when she was shot and killed. The baby suffered no injuries. The victims were, and these are the names of the victims, God, you know, God bless their families, both 22. The young man's name was Benson Harrison Lindsay. And the young lady was Marche Nash, again, both 22, of Detroit. Obviously, Benson's mother uh, is devastated over the loss of her son. He was all I had, she's quoted to have been saying. The only child God gave me, Candace, his mother said. I'm not saying he was good, nor was he perfect. All I'm saying is that there was no way, there was no way, in, uh, no way to hurt this life, whatever he did. So with that, uh, you know, my thing is, again, firstly, condolences to the family, two young people, uh, 22, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm almost two times 22, God bless America. <laughs> but, you know, just, just to be sitting in your car and to have your life snuffed out as a young man and then as a young woman who had just begun 
the motherhood journey it saddens my heart um you know i know trish you you, you uh you and i both live in and around the charlotte metropolitan area mm-hmm. and a story that recently gripped me uh was the one of a young man his name was asaya uh figueroa three-year-old young boy who was asleep in a house that was hit by some young men who had a beef some facebook beef uh and the house was hit with over 150 rounds and as this young man this three-year-old young man slept in this house a bullet killed him so it's one of those things that i, I don't i don't know and my only pontification is that we have somehow some way lost the ability to reasonably and rationally um use conflict resolution i get everybody's not gonna get along i get you know the fat kid the nerdy kid the ugly kid may get picked up you know we've all either been there or, or done that but to go from zero to deadly weapon so quick just does not for me make any sense kind of your thoughts and views on this story trish it just it gives me anxiety i mean just think not even just this story but you know the events that's happened over the past couple years like you don't feel safe anywhere like i think about it all the time as far as you know just driving down the street am i going to make it back home because you know people are now you know getting shot on a highway or you know at a stoplight you know have no type of beef but you know just because i felt like it or I, I don't understand it at all. So it's it saddens me a whole lot. Um, and in the story that you stated, you know, 22, you know, I lost my father when he was, uh, I think, 22 years old. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it just gives me a whole lot of anxiety these days, you know, which, you know, I try to pour into my business, but um, I just it's lost hard. Lost the words because I, I don't understand where it it just turned to where bullets are just constantly flying. Like you never know if you leave that door if you're gonna come back, or even if I'm inside of my house, I don't know if I'm actually safe. And that's supposed to be your safe place, but it's not anymore. You know, a, a quote I, I recall after um, Kobe Bryant passed away. It said this we often underestimate the blessing it is to make it home safely every day Mm -hmm. and i was like that's powerful because you know and and not to go too deep into that narrative that story but kobe had made that flight you know with his daughter you know you know others uh you know hundreds of times from you know uh where he practiced and played in the city up back to his home you know it, it wasn't unusual for him to make it so mm-hmm. for him doing a routine, you know, flight in the helicopter, you know, wasn't anything. And I think we often take for granted, you know, just to drive down the street to the grocery store, make it back home to call a loved one and have mm-hmm. them answer in the climate in which we live with COVID going on, you know, senseless violence, both within our community and without uh, to make it home and to see one more day uh, truly personifies the saying that says, Every day is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Yeah. In other, just you know, to lighten it up a little bit again, definitely prayers out to both of those families. Um, yes. You know, mother is gone. A uh, young man is, you know, mother, her son, a father, uh, his daughter, and we pray that justice is served and that, uh, in, in its own way, there's some 
proper as proper appropriate uh, resolution for that travesty. In other news, um, you live in, like I said, we both live in the Charlotte metropolitan area, and recently there's been some water issues. There was a water main break uh, in the city that caused some to either lose power or have low water pressure, etc. Um, but thankfully, the good news is it's been restored, so uh, I don't know if you ever wanted to drink city water. <laughs> After Flint, I, I, I stepped my bottle water game way up, you hear me? I, yes. said, I see, what, I see what y'all doing out in these streets. Okay, oh, I'm yes. not, man. I boiled my water in Evian uh, for spaghetti and everything else. But with that, were you affected by uh, the 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 loss, or at least the affected areas within uh, that kind of situation? I was not. Uh, but what's so funny is that my grandmother, she stays not even five minutes away from me, and she was affected. Wow. So I had to go over there and give her some. Um, some bottles of water too so she can make her chicken <laughs> yeah it, it's it's amazing because little things like that you know in this country you know there's a such phrase as first world problems and in this country running water we don't think about it going right. to turn a light switch on to have electricity it's not even we don't even think of it you know uh, a dear friend of mine uh, uh family went over to uh egypt recently and they were like, you know, they, they, you know they, they're not really big on wearing masks, this and the other. And they finally got close enough to one of the tour guides who was, you know, helping navigate them through the various, you know, artifacts and uh, various places of interest there and said, look, our issues are surviving life day to day. <laughs> you know, we get COVID as serious, we get all the gravity that comes with it. But here, making it and living and staying healthy is a top priority. And those are just so big that the other stuff, you know, is at least, you know, uh, supplementary to that. So I'm grateful we live in a country where that is, you know, it's news. You know, you lose water, it's news. But, you know, the thing is, our expectation is, you know, in a couple of days, they'll have it fixed. We know it. If right. not, you know, we are calling somebody. We are protesting. We are making some noise. Look here. This ain't yes. Flint. This mm-hmm. is the Queen City, all right? Get it together. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get it together, bye. So, <laughs> shout out to Mayor Vi Lau. We, we, we love you. Uh, so, anyway, um, so, yeah. So, I'm glad to hear that your grandma's good to go now. Yeah, she's good to go. Fantastic, fantastic. Because I know they had us boiling water and some other stuff, so. Mm-hmm. She sent up that last text message to everybody. Boil your water now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, you. You got to look out for the cookout. I love those kind of things. <laughs> yes. All right, so moving on to our next segment again. The news will be the news, and we'll do always a balance as we can reporting of the news, both a story that kind of touches your heart, another story that hopefully should encourage your heart. So, again, if you got water, be grateful, okay? Uh, cheers to you and your fresh water have itself. Uh, <laughs> so, again, this show we're going to do a quote. Let me reveal who the quote was from last week. I do not have the quote before me. I do apologize. But the author of the quote, the person that said it, was our very own Carter G. Woodson. The quote went something to the effect of, we will never successfully get out of the ghetto if the same hand that is pushing us into the ghetto is the one we use to get out. So take that as you will. There's a lot of meat on that bone. We're not going to do it today, but there's a whole bunch of meat on that bone. All right. uh, For this week, what is our guest who said this? Well, it goes like this. It says the following. You think your pain and your heartbreak are unprecedented 
in the head. And here's a quote for this week. Neither love nor terror makes one blind. Indifference makes one blind. From the top, for those who are sitting way in the back and didn't hear me the first time. Neither love nor terror makes one blind. Indifference makes one blind. So under the post that we're going to post with this story, go ahead and guess. I'll put a special post up. What was a quote for show number two? Who said it? Who said it? Who said it? Go ahead and put your input uh, with that, now we're going to move to the good part of the show, where we get to know a little more about my guest, my friend, uh, Trish. So Trish, having said that, go ahead and tell us what you do in the world. Who are you? What you do? Tell us about your business, all of that. The floor is yours. All right. So last year, it was almost been a year now, I started a candle business. Um, I, I love candles. Like in my house, there must be a candle always burning if I'm at home. And so I would run to the store, even if it's just the food line and get two $5 candles, but it must be in the house. So I took it upon myself to get a candle kit to start making candles so I wouldn't have to keep going to the store to buy more candles. And I made that first candle and fell in love. I have um been making candles now for over a year and i took that and made it a business because not only do i like to vibe to candles i'm pretty sure there are so many other people that like to vibe to candles as well so i just took it upon myself and put myself out there and people have been vibing ever since and i love it it's I love, been I love it. <laughs> a life-changing event for me um because once i started I was working at MetLife um, doing auto and home insurance. I had been doing that for almost six years. And I was kind of at a point in my life where I was searching for my purpose. Like, I know this is not it, <laughs> you know, and I was in the complaints department and I'm like, you know, I, even though I love to help people, I'm not sure that auto and home is where I want to spend the next couple of years. And so once I started this, it was like, a light bulb went off. It's time to let that go and push this forward and go headstrong. So, yeah, making all natural soy candles, um, variety of different scents. Um, and lately, it's been mostly just around the Charlotte area. I've kind of started selling in other states and outside of the country. And I'm just loving the love that I'm receiving. All right. Well, good stuff, good stuff. And I can say firsthand, I have bought and will be buying soon again some candles from you, and they smell fantastic. I love them because I told them a candle person, and I literally was where you were. I was about to run out and go get some candles uh, from, and I ain't going to say what the name of the place is, and I'm going to give them no shine. Uh, and I was like, no, 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 because again, I've been on this. I want to support not only my friends, but support Black business. And I understand just generally speaking, has nothing to do with, you know, uh, being black, white, etc. that to start a business in and of itself is hard. To thrive with a business is hard. The odds statistically are stacked against you. So I said, you know what? Hard to help out. So I uh, made my order. Um, and again, I've been burning those candles ever since. And I'm at the point now where I need to hop on your site, a heated vibe, clt.com. I'm going to say it again, a heated vibe, clt.com and, and re-up on 
that deliciousness that you create. So I thank you that, you know, one of the things they say, uh, not only in business, uh, but, but in sales and the whole process is you want to do something that solves a problem. And like you said, I, I love candles. I love the vibe that it that it creates. I love turn off all the lights, you know, at night, mm-hmm. doing that. You know, you get in the tub, whatever the case, whatever your thing is. I ain't trying to get in everybody's zone. Don't go too deep because some of y'all nasty. But, but whatever you do it, you know, candles just it does. It adds a different kind of ambiance to it, and, and I love it. So you definitely you struck a chord, and I pray that it continues to uh, grow for you and scale exponentially. With it having been said, yeah, absolutely, you're welcome. For this particular part of your life, if your life was a book, what would you call this chapter of your life? What would you title it? This is definitely stepping out on faith. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was, because this was not the first business idea that I had. Um, years prior, I wanted to do a clothing line for traveling. And all it took was one negative comment and I just threw it all away. And I was like, oh man, I think I had made a post where if I were to put out this line, would you guys buy it? And then someone said, oh, we'll just go and get that from Walmart. And I was like, dang, that is true. I would probably do the same thing. And it just, I was just discouraged after that. And so I just left it alone. And then when I thought about bringing it back up, someone had already took taken the name that I was thinking of mm-hmm. so with the candles I was just like I know it's, there's um, Bath and Body Works out there I know there's Walmart out there but you know for me I just feel like my candles they just create a whole different vibe and you know they're long lasting and they're strong um, and then not only that I've seen a post on Facebook and it was just like but think about it when you go to the grocery store there's more than one type of bread right right absolutely so that was kind of kind of pushed me and not only that from my previous job at working in connections i've seen so many of the people that used to work there have started their own business and so that kind of encouraged me like hey let's all just go out here and go get it and so i've been doing it ever since I love it. And, and the other part of your story that I, I like is, like you said, you had that. And I think everyone thinks, you know, you watch YouTube and all that. Because, again, I did my own research into, you know, some of the ventures that I've done. And you watch videos and everyone makes it look like it's super duper easy. And rarely do you hear people to, to what you just said talk about the fact that, hey, look, people will say some mean stuff to you. People will say, oh, well, somebody else is doing it. And you have to fight only, you know, not only against so many other uh, barriers to entry and success and so forth, but fight against that, your own inside voice. You know, I know one of the first, uh, my first podcast ever, it was called Begin, because I had this thought in my mind for years, and I didn't start. You know, oh, I'll sound funny, nobody will listen, this, and I gave myself a million and three reasons. And to your point, to what you titled, you have to step out on faith. And I define faith as this, it is taking a step and putting your foot forward, not seeing ground at all, understanding that by the time that your weight falls on that foot, there will be something there to catch you. That's what faith is. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, it is, I don't know, I don't have it. And I say this, and not to belabor the point, but I say this, that faith and fear are very much the same. They feed off of what we don't know. Yep. Oftentimes we're fierce of, well, you don't know if the business is going to work or not. 
right? You also don't know if the business is going to be successful. So you either feed your faith in your idea, in your dream, in your vision, in your goal, or you feed the fear of it. Fear will, you know, cause paralysis, and faith will allow you, if applied correctly, with some W-O-R-K, my favorite radio station, work, uh, to allow you to grow and thrive. So I'm glad to see it. I want to say to you, um, that you were my inspiration because I saw like, dang on, Trish is doing the darn thing with the candles. <laughs> and let me let me give you a commercial. And this is this is true. Trish did not pay me. There's been no exchange of funds at all. Her candles were so good. The way she packaged, the way you packaged, and I was talking to you like you weren't here. The way you packaged <laughs> and presented it, I made a video. I had just started my little TikTok journey. I was like, I'm making a video of these, and I did. And I sent it. I was like so excited to see somebody I know birth a business and do it right. You know, because I've seen some folks do some old, you know, some old uh, duct tape type business, but you didn't do that. You really put your heart and heart and soul into it. Um, I saw that, you know, your parents, you know, were involved in your mom and so forth. So I was like, that's what's up. So thank you for doing it because your yes encouraged and informed my yes. So thank you. You're very welcome. You know, I just wanted to create an experience for you. you well, touch on it. Touch on it. Touch your neighbor. Now, make sure somebody you know that's straight. Don't be touching everybody. You know what we <laughs> living in now. Touch your neighbor and say, I thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you got your mask off so you go touch it, folks, and wash your hands afterwards. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to our next question. Uh, and that is simply this. Um, what would you like people to know about you? You know, maybe people who have seen you, they've seen your candles, what do you want people to know that they may not know? What's a fun fact that people aren't aware of about you, Trish? Ooh, a fun fact about me. Oh, wow, I just, I don't know, because for me, I just feel like I'm just a average Joe sometimes, but, um, but I, as far as me making the candles, I do pour all my love into them. Like, um, and the start of making these candles, like I was saying earlier um, during the news segment, um, having anxiety. Um, making candles has really helped with that. Like I, when I feel myself being very anxious or overwhelmed, it's that time for me to start melting down wax. And it's just like, I just pour all of that into, you know, making the candles, like, and it really soothes me. Um, just sitting there watching the melt wax, being able to be creative with the different scents, mixing them, um, doing the colors, adding flowers, you know. Um, even now getting into making dessert candles, like, you know, it takes nice. a lot of work to do that. And so I just poured into all of that and it has helped me tremendously over these last couple months. Um, as you said, like, I don't remember the last time I saw you, um, you said that, you know, there's a certain glow about you, like, you know, hey, that's just like a, a healing process for me. And I'm in a much better place ever since, you know, I've started this journey. So, yeah, you know. And, and like I said to you last time, you know, we all have changed to the pandemic. I, I said before, I think that my laundry detergent company uh, has put something in their newest formula to shrink my clothes because 
these clothes are trying to strangle me. I, I'm I'm doing a petition. I will have it up. No, I'm messing up. <laughs> Where that petition at? My clothes shrinking too. <laughs> so be like, I'm tired of this. T I D E, tired of this. Um, but but I appreciate. It. I appreciate the fact that, like you said, all of us have something within us. My my mother uh, had dated a young man who was going to start a business. I only said what business. And that's where he stopped. Years and years and years that we know he was going to start. Now, I don't know if he started or not, but I know for the years that we knew him, and it was some years, he always was just going to start. So I think the biggest thing we can do is to begin. You know, inform ourselves as much as we can, then step out and do it. You know, learn the lessons, you know, take the hits, but also take the victories too. It's not all bad. It's not all just, you know, uh, lemon. Some of it's, you know, lollipops too. Uh, so, so with that being said, how do you, when you do hit those, we've been in a pandemic, you know, most of us have been in the house, hiding out from each other, probably before the pandemic, but how do you overcome those moments where you do kind of get in a funk, et cetera? How do you kind of pull yourself back up? What things do you do to help uh, readjust and recalibrate to get back to your norm? Uh, you know what, for starting this business, it was just, just do it. Mm-hmm. That was the because I, I, again with the last business it didn't go anywhere. Like I had papers and papers of ideas of where it could go, but I never did anything. So once I uh, made my first candle, a week later, I had already had my LLC. It was like don't play around with this. Just just go for it. It's like now or never. Don't play with it. If you really want this, you have to go after it. So again, got the LLC like maybe a week later, and then. Let's see. I went ahead and put out a launch date out there for my business. Because if I didn't do that, then I feel like I probably would have still been sitting on it and would have had just candles everywhere, not going anywhere. So it was just like, if you're going to do it, do it. Again, you have to you have to give yourself that mandate. Because one of the things with, to your point, of starting a business, it's you. You don't. It's not a supervisor you telling you to do it. It's not anybody else but you putting the mandate on yourself to really produce and make it happen. So I love it. I'm glad that you said yes to the do. Uh, with that, with that being said, what is something? And it doesn't have to be you know relative to your business, but just in general, uh, what is something that brings you J O Y joy? What brings you joy? My family. Yeah, they are, you know, everything to me, um, like, and I think, of course, that's, like, for everybody, but, you know, me and my family are very close, like, if you check out my social media, I am always with my family, <laughs> always, um, and I love it over the last couple of years, with, um, I've been able to get closer to everybody, and I just love that, um, like you said, you know, we're here for not here for a long time, but a good time. And I want to, you know, take that good time and spend it with them. So they bring me all of the joy. I like it. I like it. If you were able to talk to your 10-year-old self, you were able to tell 10-year-old Trish one <laughs> nugget, one piece of advice to hold on to, what would that kind of, what would that advice sound like? Ooh, 10 years old. 
trying to think what was I doing I know it was just two or three days ago for you now for me <laughs> I gotta I'm like a tree you gotta cut my son and count the rings <laughs> oh I wish I wish um hey uh keep my head in those books definitely don't play around get the knowledge while you can um but yeah just stay stay focused mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely all right. Um, what is one of your pet peeves that bothers you when? What is like a pet peeve? It could be business related to this person. What is something that just causes you to grind your teeth together and go, Argh! Ooh, a pet peeve. I, you know, and I just posted this earlier. When people mispronounce my last name. My last name is Newkirk. It's only two syllables. But it's so weird how people will see my name and will still miss the K. Who is Newark? I don't right. know who that is. <laughs> um, so that's one thing that definitely grinds my my gears. Um, let's see if there's anything else. No question. Do you hit them with the uh, like Birdman? Put some speck on my neck. <laughs> uh, I definitely be like, it's definitely Newkirk. Like. Right. <laughs> It's, it's it's so easy. It's just how it sounds. New and Kirk. <laughs> you know, you know the crazy thing though, uh, Trish, is this. I have a friend. Her name is Laura. That is the most. I mean, it's a pretty simplistic name, you know. Uh, and she says that it's amazing because people will call her Lori, Lorraine. I mean, every seeing the name. So I don't know if that has to do with our educational system and, and literacy. Or people just don't try. But it is amazing to me how people will take the simplest thing and completely botch them. Yeah, Newkirk is, that's, I could see if you had like something where the G was silent or, you know, you had five <laughs> consonants to the name, but it's Newkirk. I mean, that's just Newkirk. But, you know, folk folk will surprise you. Yeah. Lack of, of depth sometimes. The same thing for my first name. Like, I feel like I have a very common name as well. It's Patricia. I think that is like the oldest common name ever, but I will still get Patrick, Patricka, like Not I, I Patrick. Yes. And when I was in high school, middle school, don't let us have a substitute teacher. They will butcher it. Lord have mercy. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't want to pick on nobody's name, but you know, we know the quads. You know, you could you weren't Bumshika, you weren't Quinasia, you weren't none of that. And again, none love all those sisters if, if you're listening. But Patricia, come on now. Come on now. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 sad, but it's so. Just folk don't try. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where we lost our try, but we did. We put it down somewhere, and we said, "Forget it. We just it's gonna do life ever. without the try." Mm-hmm. What'd you say? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand it. Like, how do you mess that? Like, that's my grandmother's name, great grandmother's. Like, the name has been around for so many generations. So I don't know. Right. I think I saw one of your posts where you said that your uh, a friend of yours refused to call you that name. <laughs> yes, refused to. He would not call me that, and I couldn't do nothing but laugh. I was like, you know what? I understand. He was like, I'll call you Trish. I'll call you Trisha, but I am not calling you Patricia. I Listen. guess people just feel like it's just an old name. <laughs> Yeah, I say this often to friends of mine, especially younger folks. You know, that's kind of my end with them. Like, who do you know in your age group? And this is, uh, I'd say, even twenty and below. Name Beulah. Name me a fifteen-year-old Beulah, and I'll wait. They can't do it. 
Viola. Can't wait. Because I mean, like you said, these are names that absolutely for our community, they stood the test of time. But we finally had a realization that said, Grandma, I love you. Auntie, I love you, but I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't. Now you might find a middle name and we'll sneak a we'll sneak a, you know, we'll sneak a earnest or something in the middle name. But right. you just first name, you know, your first name is is Bernice. That's that's a little different. Although we did work with one. God bless you, Bernice. We love you if you're listening. Um, so, so anyway. Two um, things. What's next for you, if you don't mind? And also uh, give us, um, again, how we can get in contact with you to close out this wonderful interview. I would be greatly appreciative because we want to get the heated vibe and know to answer the question she doesn't sell vibrators. <laughs> yes, I do not. So if you Google me, that is not me. <laughs> That's how <laughs> <out there. laughs> um, But yeah, so the things that are coming up for me soon will be the line of dessert candles. Uh, we'll have cake, um, candies, you name it. I'm trying to do it. Pies. You'd be surprised how many things you can do with candles. So that'll be coming this winter. And then next year, I'm looking to actually hold classes for like date nights, things you can do with your homegirls or even with the family who just want to come and make candles. I plan on doing that starting in 2022. Good stuff. Good stuff. So how can we get a hold of these wonderful candles? The ones you're currently doing and the future uh, creations that you'll be making how do we get you on social media what's your website give it all to us so i can put it in the description of this and also on the ig page so we can get more folks flooding your inbox flooding you right. your website to get those candles how can we get in contact with you you can actually go to my website and that is going to be a heated that's where you can go and purchase um candles um Closer to the holidays, we'll be starting back up. Right now, we just have shipping. We'll start up, you know, with local deliveries um, and pick up. And you can also visit me on Instagram, which is at a heated vibe, and Facebook is also at a heated vibe. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, go out there get those cameras. I'm telling you firsthand, they are wonderful. I'll be placing an order tonight. Um, make sure that that is the responsibility before I lay my head on a pillow because I'm running low and I need some more of that vibe. Uh, Patricia, I mean, excuse me, Trish, Dad, look at me. Look at me being grown, calling you by your government. Thank you, Trish, for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing my platform. We're going to have you back again because I believe in supporting those who have inspired me. And as I said before, you have been an inspiration for me to get up off of my uh, own stool as my grandma said my stool of I do nothing yeah so good stuff thank you for coming by I hope you have a great evening a great uh, holiday season I hope that your sales go up exponentially times four plus ten uh, thank you thank you and have a good one you too thank you for having right. me Bye-bye. bye bye Sitting here now, just opening up my candles from a heated vibe, and they smell delicious. Thank you again, Trish, for everything. With that being said, if you're looking for t-shirts, hoodies, and we have backpacks and other lifestyle items, 
check us out at DanteSDeals.com. Again, that's DanteSDeals.com. D-O-N-T-E-S Deals.com. With that being said, our call to action for this show is this. Last couple of shows we've talked about, you know, people losing their lives senselessly. But as concerns this, I think the call to action would be if you have a young person in your life, male, female, um, you know, who's still growing and maturing, uh, take some time, sit down, talk to them, have a discussion about how do they resolve conflict? Is it something where, you know, if they're offended, if they are crossed the wrong way, they immediately skyrocket from zero to 100? And if that's the case, let's talk about some ways, some strategies that we can utilize. You have Google, you got YouTube. I mean, you know what you did in your childhood. Maybe that was an issue for you. Maybe you could give them some stories and some best practices. But this whole epidemic uh, of us having been offended, having been wronged, or even feeling and perceiving that, and immediately going and choosing violence isn't a good look. I love you all. And we have to work to love each other better. Be well on purpose. And thank you again for listening.